Welcome back. The Nomad Golf Podcast, April 17, 2021, year of our Lord. This is your host guiding you through the new year, the new golf year. It's a little cold here in Texas on the 17th of April. But there's been a lot going on since our last conversation. So why not? Let's just jump into it. We've had a couple of masters, Dustin Johnson and my main man, Hideki Matsuyama. Great guy, great player. I love that little hesitation at the top. Unlike Charles Barkley, he's able to strike the ball once he gets in a little hitch in his giddy up. But since we talked last, I think I was telling you guys that, hey, this was the year I was going to focus in on one set of clubs, one driver, one putter, one set of wedges, and just try to get dialed in on those items that I currently had in the bag. Well, this is my official plea, people. I need an intervention because I wasn't able to last a good month and a half before I decide to change everything up. That's my problem. I've got way too many options. I need to shut all this down and just say, hey, no, you can't do it. But I don't have anybody to tell me no. My wife doesn't tell me no. My, well, my dogs tell me no, but they don't really mean it. And then my friends, they just laugh at me because they know it's just a, uh, it's just an eternal black hole that I just can't get out of. I'm like a little kid. I see something, piques my interest. I go get it, whether it fits my game or not. And be honest with you, it probably doesn't fit my game, but I'm more for aesthetics than I am for uh, from playability. But I took a plunge on this new uh, new manufacturer out there out of Canada called Haywood Golf because he put together – some pure muscle back, classic, sleek, beautiful lines, irons. And I am extremely impressed, not only with the actual playability of the muscle back, but, but just the look. I mean, it's a throwback. Uh, the forging is great. The setup over at uh, Patriots Golf, Matt was amazing. I mean, I thought I have had a uh, set of custom clubs made for me before, but no one's really taken me through that entire process of what goes into actually putting together a set of custom clubs. And Matt walked me through it, and I tell you, it's, uh, it's eye-opening. And he basically told me, if I don't play well, it's not because of the equipment. It's the Indian, not so much the arrow. And he is true. It is very true. And, and I love those things. Of course, I've only played them now. I think, I think I've played them three rounds. They have a great feel to them. The setup is with the uh, the KBS C Taper Plus, uh, Stiff Plus uh, shaft. Now, they do spin a lot. But I don't mind that. I'm not losing any distance. 
Uh, I'm able to work the ball and move the ball the way that I want to when I'm swinging well. A lot of that goes back to me. I can't, once again, I can't blame the equipment. But I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Then I picked up the uh, Titleist TSI-3 driver. And I already had a shaft that I was fitted for in my other driver. But I switched it out. I stayed with the uh, stock driver that I uh, got fit for with the uh, with the Titleist. The smoke, the hazardous smoke, RBX, I think is what it is. And I'll tell you, that that uh, that is a pretty good shaft club head combination. Normally, when you're, you're, you're going stock, normally, for me, it doesn't work out. I've always got to do something to it. But this one, this one worked out. And this driver actually in length, because my driver I got fit for, I think it plays 44 and a half. This one is a good inch and a half longer. So it takes a little bit getting used to for me as far as the uh, as far as my stance and my distance from the from the ball and standing up a little more upright because I am about six, four. But I'll tell you, it uh, ball goes far and I'm starting to figure out how to how to work that one a little a little too, rather than just hitting that high slice. But. The, uh, the equipment, I am I am happy with it, but once again, I am disappointed in myself because I, I am unable to stick with what I what said I was going to do, and that's play with my Titleist 690s and my Titleist wedges. Couldn't do it. And truth be told, I've played my best rounds in the last four years probably with those Titleists. But yet I keep moving away from them, even though I know that they're, they're the best ones for me as far as scoring wise. I don't know why that is. There, there's something wrong with me. It's as if I think, well, I'm playing too well. I need to I need to figure something else out. That's that's just uh, just my warp thinking. I wonder if there's anyone else out there that that's a tinkerer. Finds themselves playing well and then all of a sudden, say, oh, well, hey, I need to change that. Then again, it was Tiger Woods said, if you're not trying to get better, you're getting worse. So trust the process and enjoy the ride. But I'll tell you, it's it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to our, uh, our annual guys trip. Once again, we're going to make the pilgrimage to Scottsdale, Arizona. That's kind of like our go-to spot. And we choose to go to the desert in the middle of the summer, but Guys coming out of Texas, that heat really isn't that bad for us. And we probably played, man, probably some of the best courses they had to offer in Scottsdale more than once. And I tell you, for me, right up there on the top of the list is Cantera. That that course to me is probably one of the best courses we've played there. And that's including TPC Scottsdale, Wico Pa, True North. Uh, another one of my favorites is Wickenburg. Uh, Southern Dunes is a is a favorite, but Quintera, I mean it. It's always in great shape. It's always plus the staff is is pretty cool. The only thing is when we go there, when we try to get in thirty six, if we've got a late tee time like around nine or ten, it's tough to get in thirty six. Uh, 
because their tea sheet they stop around two thirty, three o'clock in the in the summer. I guess they don't think there's going to be too many idiots like us out there on the course. But I am uh, I'm looking forward to that. We've got a pretty good group, pretty good mix of guys this year. It's always fun. It's always a lot of jokes, some great golf, great conversation, and I'm one of the one of the few who actually smokes and drinks. So I really, uh, I really enjoy a good cigar and a and a good whiskey while I'm out. But in the desert, it's a little different. You gotta re- you gotta respect the heat. Last year, we went to a uh, golf destination of St. George's, Utah. First year going there. Man, I'll tell you, that was one of the best trips we went on from a weather standpoint. Because the weather was perfect. It was beautiful. I mean, you're in the desert, but I think the high was like maybe around 85, 90. At night, it would cool down to about maybe lower 60s, lower to mid 60s. Beautiful weather. Beautiful courses. Uh, One course that I'll tell you that you couldn't pay me to go back to. Not that it wasn't a beautiful course. It's just the elevation changes were just so dramatic. It looks great on the postcard, and that's Wolf Creek in Mesquite, Nevada. That course there was was something else. Beautiful course, lovely course, but just just not for the kid, not for me. But I just wanted to jump on here. My wife had bought me a new... Um, microphone. So I just want to try it out, see if I had sense enough to see if it worked. Looks like I did. So I want to thank everyone and uh, talk to you soon. I'll be back. And remember, go check out www.thenomadgolf.com for somewhat of your golfing needs. There's only one location, so it's near you. Thanks.